Okay, so we're holding in the middle of Perek Dalit. Yeah? So we just got through explaining um, this whole idea and comparing to Malachim and explaining how we don't see this uh, tremendous Milo when we're down here in this world. Right? All we see is a body. But in fact, it's there, regardless of the fact that we don't see it. We just don't, it's a lack of gilui, but it's not the fact that we're in terms of the etzim. Then he says like this. So now, after explaining the difference between the shoyrish and the neshama of a Jew compared to all of the nevraim, now the Alter Rebbe is going to go on to explain the difference bepayel. Like, how, how does this work out? So he says like this, the Beira Inyan, the explanation of this idea is as follows, like it says in Zayir, right, we say it every Friday afternoon, Eliyahu and Navi says like this, that you, right, expressed out the ten tikunim, and he called it the Eser Sphiros, in order to what? In order to run, so to speak, the worlds. That's the idea. So then he goes on to say, Ant chakim that you, Hashem, you have the, you are the attribute of chachma, but not a chachma the way it's understood by me, by people. It's a totally different type of chachma. Ant mevin Again, the idea of Abishur is Bina, but not in a way of Bina the way we understand Bina. In other words, it's a totally different thing. Um, then he says, However, all of these ten spheres that we talk about, they all are hinted at and included in the letters Yud Kei Vav Kei. So now we're going to go through the description of the letters, right? So remember that Yud, right, corresponds to Chachma, right? And then there's like a little, so to speak, a thorn on the top of the Yud, that that corresponds to Ratzon or Keser. It's above Chachma. Then you have the Hey, which corresponds to Bina. The Vav, which is going to correspond to the six emotions, right, from Chesed down to Yesoy. And then you have the final hay, which is the idea of Malchus. Okay, so this is a six. Uh, these are the four, and the way they're divided into, or uh, ten, the way they're divided into four. So then he says like this, Ki hayud, because the Yud, Shehi bechinas nekuda levad, which is an idea of a nekuda alone, Meramezit l'chachmaso yizbarach. So this Yud, yeah, is hinted at, right, is the idea of one Nekuda, Meramezit l'chachmaso yizbarach. This is hinting at the Ebishter's Chachma. Shehi bechinas helem behester kaidim, shebal bechinas heispashtus begilia asagba habana. So just like we know that there is a concept called, right, a Yud, and Yud is the concept of Chachma. And Chachma is the idea that it's that point that we, we get but we don't get. 
right? It's the initial piece of information that was popping up into my mind. I got it, I got it, I don't got it. That idea. So even though it might be there on one hand, it's not there on the other hand. So therefore, that idea of experiencing it as being there is real, but not there as well, until it can be drawn down into Bina. When it's drawn down into Bina, so then we'll see that that's when we're able to get into the details and to really understand what it is that we're talking about. But while it's still in Chachma, it's beyond my understanding. It's not, it's not something that I can grasp. And that's why it says here that it's a level of hell and behester. It's concealed from me. Right? Until it gets expressed out and it goes into a state of Gilui. Namely what? Grasping it and understanding it. That's already a different level. Yeah? Let's go weiter. And what about the thorn on the Yud itself, like we said before? This is, this is hinting at the supernal will of Hashem, which is way beyond the level of right? That's a much higher level that we're talking about now. Right? So you have the Yud, and then you have the Kotz of the Yud, because we say that Ratzon, right, is like, for example, if you want to express Chachma as a Yesh, so Ratzon is an Ayin. Right? Because it's like, where did the Chachma come from? Oh, it came from the Ratzon. What's, well, what's the Ratzon? The Ratzon is much more concealed than even the Chachma. So, it goes, so that's why it's hinted at only in that little kite, that little thorn, so to speak, on the top of the Yud. Kabish? So far, so good. Yeah? Let's go right there. Now, once it wants to go down to be expressed, right? So now we're going to go from level of concealment to revelation, but it's only a revelation in the in the in the hidden worlds that we're talking about here, right? Look at the words inside. which means expressing out. Vigilui, revelation. Hahasaga, vahahavana. Hasaga means you're grasping towards something. Havana means that you're understanding the thing. Where? La almin stimin, to the hidden worlds. Yeah? Nichlalas veniremis ba Right? This is already included and hinted at in the letter He of the Shem, Avaya. Right? Why? Shiyesh la bechinesi spashtus lereichem. Because now we're taking that little yud, right? And we're extending it. We're making it wider. We're making it different, right? Because when you start making a, a hay, for example, how do you start making a hay? So for if you are a cipher, you start with a letter yud. You just make the, right, the top, the little crown on top, and then making it. The only difference is, is that that yud, by yud, is like this little thing. By a hay, you now make a bigger line, and then you come down. Right? That's a similar start, but at the same time, even though it's a similar start, it's not the same way because it's obviously a wider thing. That's what he says here. This is the idea of Reichem. Now, This is hinted at the width and the explanation and understanding. And then he goes further. And also length. And also length. 
So now, what's the difference between width and length? Generally speaking, when you're talking about Bina, Hasidus talks about three different levels in Bina. You have Aymek, which is depth. You have Reichev, which is width. And you have Oyrech, which is length. And these are compared, Damit Lerebeks compares these to a river. So let's start with Oyrech. Oyrech is the easiest to understand. Oyrech is, means length, and it means that you're going from point A all the way down to point Z, which means like this. The example from a river is that where does the river start? So generally speaking, you have a mayan, a wellspring. That wellspring is buried deep into the ground. And when it comes out of the wellspring, it's coming out as drops, drops of water. Tip, 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 right? Drop, 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 drip, 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 right? Little drips of water. Those little drips of water then, right, turn into a little trickle of a uh, stream. And then it goes to a bigger stream. And then it becomes eventually a big river, right? And it comes out. Now, where does it go? When you look at the end of the river, right, it could be literally hundreds and hundreds of miles away from the start of the river. Like, for example, in the United States, we have the Mississippi River. So the Mississippi River begins all the way on the northern part, right, of the United States of America. And it goes all the way down. It flows all the way down to where? It flows all the way down to Mississippi, all the way down into the Gulf of Mexico, right? So you're talking about literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles away. Now, on the one hand, it's very connected to that original Mayan, that, to that original wellspring. You see, the water is connected. On the other hand, it's very far away and it looks very different. When you look at the Mississippi River, the way it goes into the Gulf of Mexico, at that point, it looks completely different from where it was when it started. Kabish. So now let's go with, the, with how does that play out in terms of intellect. So let's say that you have a great mathematical mind, someone who's a PhD in math. Now, he understands math in a very abstract way. He understands how to use math. He understands, let's start with just understanding math. Now, let's say that this math teacher wants to teach his five-year-old son math. Now, if he starts talking about abstract concepts that he is writing about in his thesis statement for his PhD, the child obviously is not going to have any idea what he's talking about. However, what does he have to do? He takes out of his refrigerator one orange, and then he takes another orange, and he says like this to his child. He says, look, here is one orange. How many oranges do we have? One. Good. Very good. And here is another orange. How many oranges? We have one. Okay. We have one in my left hand, one in my right hand. Now, if I put them both on the table, what are we going to have? Oh, we have two. That is arithmetic. And let's say he takes another uh, uh, orange out of the refrigerator and he puts it also on the table. Now how many do we have? We have three. Very good. And he tries to explain to the five-year-old that this is not a concept that only applies to oranges, but it applies to apples and pencils and books and people and adimanitim, everything. So he's using oranges to explain a mathematical concept, which is the foundation of mathematics. One plus one is equal to two, right? Now, everything else develops from there. You have to learn that first. But what is he using? He's using oranges. So how far away are these oranges 
from his thesis statement that he's writing for his PhD. They're hugely far away. So this is the idea of Oyrech in terms of Bina. Oyrech means that you start in one place and you have to bring it all the way down to a level that whoever the Makabal is should be able to understand what it is that you're talking about. That's the idea of Oyrech. Good? Now, what about Oymek and Reichev? Oymek, depth, Reichev, width. How do they apply? So here we have a different idea. Let's say that you have a, a, a river, right? So this river, going back to our river, the deeper the river is going to be, the wider apart the shores of the river are going to be. So in other words, when you look at that stream, all the way up in, uh, I don't know where it starts, in Minnesota or something like that, right? You could take your foot and you could walk right through the stream and you could, it's not a big deal, right? You could even, part of your foot would be on one side of the banks and the other part would be on the other side of the banks where it starts or very close to it, right? But as you get moving further and further away, right? What happens is that all of a sudden the river becomes much deeper. When the river becomes much deeper, all of a sudden it becomes much wider, and then you could have a point of the river that you have, you, you can't just walk across this river. You can't even swim across the river. You have to get a bridge to go across the river, right? It's so far apart. Based on how deep the river is, that is going to be expressed in how wide the river now becomes. So let's understand it in terms of intellect. So when a person understands an idea very, very deeply... So then, not only do they apply this idea to this particular subject, but they could apply it everywhere. So if you can imagine, like, uh, let's talk about Einstein. Einstein understood physics, right? So he understood it in such a deep way that he applied it to every subject under the sun. Everything could be applied. Everything, you could apply physics and math to everything, right? So that's what he did, because he understood it at its core level, he was able to see it play out in everything. So the way it plays out in everything else in the world, that is the idea of the width of the river or the width of Bina. The oymek, the depth of Bina, is based on how well you understand this topic and how much can you get to the core of the actual thing itself. Okay, you with me? So let's go back and read this again. Sheyesh la bechinas hispashtus Right? So you have, with Bina, now you're taking it away from Chachma, so you have the Hispashtus, which means the spreading out, to the width of it. Which is hinting at the width of something, of the Biur Bahavana, of the explanation and the understanding of that thing. Not just to the width, but also the length. Which shows on the level of the drawing down and how much energy can come out, from above, limata to below, to the almin steam, into the hidden worlds. Okay, good? Next. Now, as you're drawing this down further and further, lower and lower, until you want to get it to the Almin is Galin, right? To the revealed, to the revealed worlds, right? Because we want to go from hidden to revealed. That's our goal. 
For example, in ourselves, in ourselves, when we want to reveal an idea to someone else, right, we have to take it out of ourselves. When we're thinking about it in our own minds, so that's one thing. But when we want to bring it out to someone else, that's a totally different story. He wants to talk about it. He wants to talk about it to someone else. It's not enough anymore just to have it in my own mind, right? In my own mind, it's one thing. But as I express it out to someone else, now I have to use very specific words that I want to use in order to express the idea to you. It's a totally different story now, yeah? So now he says, This is a whole different level. Right? This is already the level of Vavke. So you have the Yudke on the one hand, which is internal, which is hidden, which is even though it starts with one spark, right? Even though it starts with one spark, right? And it is something that I got, I don't got, the Chachma. And then it gets expressed and you understand it, you widen it, you bring it to the length, right, etc., like all the things that we've said, right? So that is all in the hidden worlds. That's the Yudke. That's the first two letters of Hashem's name. But now when we want to bring it to a totally different dimension, right, just like we have a, a right, that when we have it now, when we're going to the outer world, so for example, now it's coming, instead of me just thinking about it in my own mind, I want to express it to someone outside of me. If I want to express it to someone outside of me, I have to use very specific language. I can't just think about an image in my mind anymore. I want to bring it out to you. If I want to bring it out to you, right, that means that I have to take it beyond me, beyond myself. That's a different experience altogether. Now look at the letter Vav. What does it look like? The letter Vav starts above with a little Yud also. And then it goes all the way down, straight down. Right? A straight line. So what does that look like to all of us? It looks like something that was started on the top and we want to bring it down to a lower level. That's the idea of the Vav. Yes? Good? So how does this happen? So this happens through the Midos. Now, Chasto means his Chasid. What about Tuvo? Tuvo means the last of the Midos, which is the idea of Yisait. Right? So we have to go through all the Midos to be able to bring something out. For example, let's go back to Let's go back to a, a, a little bit of a different mashal. Let's say a person decides he wants to go and make money. He wants to go into business. Right? So he gets this idea in his brain that he wants to go into business and the business he wants to make is a store. That's all he has in his mind. So where does he go with that? He develops that into Bina. He starts thinking about what type of store he wants to make. He wants to make a, uh, you know, a bookstore. Right? What kind of books is he going to sell? How is he going to display the books? How is he going to, uh, you know, how is he going to rent the store? How much money does he have to pay in rent in order to make money? How much money does he have to sell in order to make money? How much is he, how is he going to package up the books? Is he going to only have books? Is he going to have other, right? That's all Bina. 
Now, when he wants to bring it out, like he wants to, he has to, he has to get involved with his with his midos. He has to get involved in, in bringing it down. He has to go out and hire someone to build the story up. All this stuff is in, all in the planning stage. He didn't do anything yet, right? But he has to now in gender, he has to start with this idea of chesed. He has to be connected. To, he has to be have this love for this idea and go all the way down to the idea of yisoid, which is the idea of connection to the store that he wants to build. And he has to feel it himself. He has to internalize it. And that's what he says here. This is divided into six. Right? Right? Chol is the idea of Yisrael. Right? So all six midos are hinted at in that pasuk that we read every day in davening. Right? Until you finally get to mamlecha, which is not included in the six, which is the idea of malchus. Malchus is the actual, okay, let's go out and build the store. Let's go out and make the store happen. Let's go out and buy the, 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 the books from, from you know the wholesalers or whatever to get them out there. Let's rent the store. Let's build the shelves, etc. Kimidas malchusu yizbarach nikras b'shem devar Hashem. It's like we say, the midah of malchus is known as the words of Hashem, devar Hashem, right? Kama shikasu ba'asher davar melech shalton v'nechlelis v'neremis ba'oiz hei achreine shel shem havaya. Now this is already the last hey of the shem havaya. That's where that is found. Okay? So we have the entire yud ke vav ke all expressed. Now what do we do with this? Because why? Because in order to get something out into speech, you first need to have it coming up from your inside. Like he gives the example of here of the breath that's coming out Right from the heart, and it has to come out through the lungs. Right, it has to come out all the way until it gets expressed in five different ways. Right, we have different ways of making sounds with our mouth. Right, whether we put our tongue on the top of our mouth, by our teeth, etc. All the different sounds, the sounds that come from uh, uh, like an iron, like with the with the throat, or sounds that sound that come specifically from my lips and my right and my tongue playing off each other. Right, so that's all equal to five. Those five are the five ways of speaking. That's what we say. Aleph, Ches, Hey, Ayin, Magaron, like it says, the Aleph, the Ches, the Hey, the right, the Ayin, they're all from the Garon. Begam, Habaras, Hey, He, Bechinas, Hevelavat, and even the Hey itself, right, is not actually a sound in and of itself. It's just, it's just the air, the, the breath that's coming out from inside of me, Kamashikasub. Right, that you are right included. That you don't even you're not even made up of right. Delays by they don't they're made up of six. So he says like this. So now, even though we're expressing this aspect of Hashem, these two parts of speech, namely the the so to speak the breath of the heart or the the air that comes out from the and the actual. You know, way the osios, the way the letters are, the way they are in a person. Obviously, Hashem does not have this per se, like a human being. But we speak in terms of Torah in the language of people. 
Right, chav beis aisias mechzalech is lahei chalke amotzas vehen nivra kol ayitzer. So we have to say that, like we say in in shari yichud ve'amuna, all of the twenty-two letters are expressed in one of these five different ways of expressing language, and that's where it comes out. Now, up until here, now we've explained. Now we're just finishing up the the, the parak. We've explained how the letters of the shema vaya are hinted to it, right, with regards to the ten spheres, right, and now we're going to d- develop this, how do these letters, right, how do these letters express themselves in a Jew? Where does that fit in? How does that connect? Now we could see the, the exact same way in a completely, you know, one extreme to another difference. Now we could see what we're talking about with regards to, right, the Nishamas Yisrael. That it says about Nishamas Yisrael that they were breathed into, right, into the person. How does that work out? So we have something called the Seichel Nelam, hidden Seichel. Right, which is hinted at with the Yud of Hashem's name. So we also have a similar thing. That we have in ourselves a hidden intellect, right, that has the potential to bring out intellect into Gilui, in, in myself, but it's hidden. It's hidden there. Right, that we could understand, we could grasp. His, the trueness and the greatness of the Abister. Each person according to what he can understand. According to the breath of the way his intellect is made. He'll be able to understand this. So according to how deeply his mind goes into it and how broad he gets his knowledge and his wisdom and his understanding to meditate on the greatness of Hashem. Yeah. So now this is already the next letter. So according to the way he is understanding, the way he is thinking, the way he is getting it. So that is already now, right? Marumas in the hey, the second, the first letter hey of Hashem's name that everyone has. That you can broaden out your understanding of how this works. Not just like we said before, but also also the length to understand it, to even to bring it down to my level that I can understand it, that it should be grasped by me. Going weiter, right? Then it says like this. And we have within us now, based on our meditation of our understanding of Hashem, right? Then we're able to bring out from that a feeling, a feeling of love, a feeling of fear, a feeling that we are going to then generate within ourselves to make us be the way we are. So the point that it starts off with just what's in my mind, that I recognize that Hashem is good for me, and therefore I decide, you know what, it would be in my best interest to do godly things. And then eventually it gets to the point where I'm feeling it in my heart, that I'm feeling excited about Hashem. I'm feeling the, the chush and the, the wonderness of Hashem, whether it's in, in terms of the ava, 
or feeling the Yira, I'm, but I'm feeling it. Okay. Then what happens with this is that we're able to draw it down until once I have that generator, once I have that gasoline inside of myself, so then I want to I do something with this. How do I serve Hashem the best way? By learning Torah, by doing mitzvahs. That's how I do it. So now all of a sudden it becomes real in terms of practicality. I'm speaking out the words of Torah. I'm giving the coin to tzedakah. I'm doing the things. I'm putting on my tefillin. This is already hinted at with the vav and the k because now I'm taking that, that the inte- not just the intellectual idea of understanding that God is good for me, but also the feeling that Hashem is good for me and taking that out into actual doing of learning extra Torah and doing extra mitzvahs, Right? And even the meditation and understanding and thinking about the truth and the greatness of Hashem is coming out from Torah. Which comes out from the Yud. And so that's, the, that's that basically the idea that we see now within, number one, what did we do in this paragraph? We started off by explaining essentially the difference between the Jews and all other creations, right? Well, we started off by saying we have to understand what is the idea of tshuva, right? What is the idea of tshuva? What is the idea of doing a sin bechlau? And he said, in order to understand that, let's understand what's the opposite of that, right? We said we have to do chashuv hay. We have to return the hay, the higher hay, the lower hay. Then we said how we have to understand what is a Jew. If you understand what is a Jew, then you can understand much better what it is, the whole idea of tshuva, what is the idea of mitzvah, what is the idea of a sin. So we said, in order to understand that, we have to understand, first of all, that Hashem blew into us. That He took from His inside and brought it into us. It's not like just speaking. Then we understood that in all of the way the Seder Shalashalos works, we have a yud kevav case situation. Right? That that's how the whole scenario is set up. So similarly, we have that Hashem breathed into us also this same idea of Yud Kei which we have inside of ourselves. And now we can take it from there. Amir Hashem uh, will be learning uh, chapter Hey.